0: forward. Every worthy book has a reason for its existence, that is founded upon true purpose and desire. Whether the writer does justice to her subject, or fulfills her purpose, it is the liberty of others to judge. It is her joy, however, to know that her purpose was true, and her efforts sincere. This little book is born of a desire, to help and encourage our girls who are struggling with the problems that come up in teens. Youth has its problems, its heartaches, and its disappointments. It is not always a smooth path to the perfection of womanhood. If what I have written should help some girl to a nobler life and truer ideals, then I shall feel that it has accomplished the task I have set for it to do. Mabel Hale PREFACE THOSE YEARS FORMING THE TRANSITION PERIOD BETWEEN CHILDHOOD AND WOMANHOOD ARE FILLED WITH WONDERFUL INTEREST AND ATTRACTIVENESS, FOR THERE IS NOTHING OF MORE BEAUTY AND GRACE THAN THE BUDDING AND BLOSSOMING OF GIRLHOOD. BUT THE YOUNG FEET THAT TRAVEL THIS WAY ARE OFTEN FEARFUL AND UNCERTAIN, OR WILLFUL AND BOLD. EACH AND ALL HAVE NEED OF GUIDANCE. THEY NEED A HELPING HAND ALONG THE WAY. Other books have been written bearing upon the same subjects as I have here treated, but many girls who will read this do not have them, and lack the counsel they could give. It is because of this hope, to reach some of these precious girls with the help they need, this little volume has been written. It is sent forth with a sincere desire to be a blessing. OPENING FLOWERS REJOICE in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth. Have you ever watched the development of a rose from the tiny bud to the open flower? The bud held little more promise of beauty than the foliage about it, but day by day it grew until it was full and round. One day you saw a thread of color, promise of the rose to be, peeping through the covering of green. EACH MORNING YOU SAW THE THREAD OF COLOUR WIDENING UNTIL THE BUD BURST ASUNDER AND THE FLOWER WAS REVEALED. YOU LOOKED UPON THIS BURSTING BUD WITH ADMIRATION AND DELIGHT, THOUGH YET YOU DID NOT SEE THE ROSE IN ITS FULL SIZE AND BEAUTY. YOU HAD TO WAIT UNTIL IT WAS FULL GROWN AND FULLY OPEN, TILL IT HAD REACHED ITS MATURITY, BEFORE YOU COULD BEHOLD THE COMPLETE FLOWER. BUT IN THE OPENING BLOSSOM YOU HAD THE BEAUTY OF THE MATURE ROSE BLENDED WITH THE GRACE AND CHARM OF THE BUD. GIRLHOOD IS THE OPENING FLOWER OF WOMANHOOD. IT HAS CHARMS ALL ITS OWN. THE WONDERFUL CHANGE FROM THE CHILD TO THE WOMAN, THE MARVELOUS BLOSSOMING OF YOUNG, HEALTHY GIRLHOOD, WILL EVER BE GOD'S GREAT MIRACLE IN LIFE'S GARDEN. LIKE A HALF-OPEN ROSE IS GIRLHOOD. We are charmed both by the beauty of the bud and by the wonderful colouring of the rose. We behold the familiar traits of childhood that have always charmed us and held our affections, but blended with these in ever-changing variety are the graces and powers of womanhood. Do you, dear girls, appreciate the golden days in which you are living? You have your perplexities and vexations, of course, yet you are enjoying the merry, carefree days of youth— WHICH ARE GENERALLY THE HAPPIEST DAYS OF THE WHOLE LIFE. YOU ARE STANDING WHERE THE BROOK AND RIVER MEET, WHERE CHILDHOOD'S DAYS AND CHILDHOOD'S TOYS ARE PUT ASIDE FOR THE GREATER THINGS OF WOMANHOOD. GIRLHOOD DAYS ARE HAPPY DAYS. THE BLUSH OF YOUTH IS ON THE cheeks, AND THE RICH, RED BLOOD OF THE YOUTH IN THE VEINS, WHILE THE CARES OF LIFE HAVE NOT YET SETTLED UPON THE HEART. NATURE IS NOW TUNED TO CATCH EVERY NOTE OF MUSIC to respond to every pleasurable emotion and fancy. Life to the normal girl is full of song and laughter. She looks forward with a magic view that hides all the sorrows and terrors, and reveals in bright hues all the joys and blessings. Her heart beats with eagerness to begin the conquest that will certainly be hers. From her point of view, there are no defeats, no failures, no disappointments every thorn is hidden, and every rose revealed. So contagious is her joy and optimism that her presence will cheer the dullest household and set its pulse beating with hope and laughter. Older heads, who know that life is not all joy and sunshine, come under the spell of her charms and smile with her. With songs of hope and joy upon her lips, she goes forth to meet life joyously and unafraid. Laugh and play now for this is your day. Dream your bright and happy dreams, and aspire to your lofty heights. I should be a pessimist indeed, if I saw evil in the radiant dreams and fair hopes that now brighten your skies and make your path light. But girlhood is not without danger. The rose may be blighted and never come to perfection, even though the bud burst open with the fairest promise." and the girl with the brightest prospects and hopes of womanhood, may fail to reach her goal if she is touched with the blighting force of sin. Her God-given inheritance is a pure and beautiful maturity full of usefulness, but there is that which would ruthlessly rob her of it. We guard our bud-laden rose-vines, lest they be trampled upon, and we guard our precious daughters, lest they be robbed of that untouched purity which is their own. Girlhood is the time of making ready. Maturity and independence come later. For another period, our girl must yet be under teachers and guardians who carry the burden and responsibility which will ill fit her young shoulders. In a few short years, oh, so few, these guardians and burden lifters will all be taken away, and your girl will step into life's harness and feel the care and pain that have been the lot of womanhood since the beginning. So laugh and play, and rejoice in your youth. Dream your glorious daydreams. Sip the honey and nectar from every passing hour. But guard well your feet, that they do not slip into one of the snares and pitfalls along the way. Be pure, be true, be sincere, be earnest, and life will bring you peace and happiness. From the Child to the Woman Who Can Find a Virtuous Woman? for her price is far above rubies. One day I had a great surprise. I had been watching a young girl grow through what had been for her awkward, changing years. She was not pretty, nor was she very attractive, but she had a good, true heart hidden away under her blundering ways, and I loved her. I had not seen her for a few months, So one day I purposed to call upon the family and learn how they were prospering. It was a pleasant spring morning, which I chose for this walk, and I tapped lightly on the door. Her mother opened for me and pressed me to stay with them for dinner. While we talked, I heard the sewing-machine humming in another room, and presently her mother said, Clara is doing the spring sewing for the children. I was surprised to hear that for I thought of Clara as a girl too unskilled to undertake such a task. But my surprise gave place to wonder, when a little later the door opened, and Clara came in to greet me. It was Clara's voice and face, indeed, but otherwise I should never have recognized my little friend in this graceful young woman before me. How such a change could have taken place in the few short months of my absence I could not understand my little clara had blossomed into a young woman childhood is a wonderful thing the little baby in its mother's arms a tender plant dependent upon mother for all things holds in its little body not only the possibility but the sure promise of manhood or womanhood the infant mind now so imperfect and undeveloped possesses powers of growth and development that may sometime make it one of the foremost persons of the world. Every name, though ever so great, and every record, though ever so inspiring, can be tracked back to an infant's crib. Even our Saviour was once a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, and laid in a manger. Childhood holds untold possibilities and promises. While it is true that many men never reach their childhood's promise— never become noble characters, but remain mediocre and dull. It is not always because there was in them no possibility of better things. We must admit that circumstances and environment, as well as heredity, have much to do with the nature and development of children, but much more depends upon their individual disposition and effort. God meant that every child should grow into a noble, upright person, AND THERE IS IN EVERY CHILD THAT WHICH MAY BE BROUGHT TO THE FULLNESS OF MANHOOD OR WOMANHOOD. THOSE WHO FAIL TO BE SUCH HAVE SOMEWHERE ALONG THE WAY WASTED THAT WHICH GOD HAS GIVEN THEM. WOMANHOOD IS A WONDERFUL THING. IN WOMANKIND WE FIND THE MOTHERS OF THE RACE. THERE IS NO MAN SO GREAT, NOR NONE SO LOW, BUT ONCE HE LAY A HELPLESS INNOCENT BABE IN A WOMAN'S ARMS, AND WAS DEPENDENT UPON HER LOVE AND CARE FOR HIS EXISTENCE. IT IS WOMAN WHO ROCKS THE CRADLE OF THE WORLD, AND HOLDS THE FIRST AFFECTIONS OF MANKIND. SHE POSSESSES A POWER BEYOND THAT OF A KING ON HIS THRONE. THERE WAS THE ANCIENT jochebed WHO RECEIVED THE INFANT MOSES FROM THE HAND OF PHARAOH'S DAUGHTER, AND IN A FEW SHORT YEARS SHE HAD TAUGHT HIM SO, TO LOVE HIS PEOPLE AND THE GOD OF HIS PEOPLE, that when he came to man's estate he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of god than to enjoy the honor of being the grandson of the king womanhood stands for all that is pure and clean and noble she who does not make the world better for having lived in it has failed to be all that a woman should be childhood holds its promises womanhood its fulfillments and youth those golden days of girlhood, the transition. This change is almost too great for us to comprehend. We marvel when we see the tiny green bud develop into a mature rose of brilliant hue. How much more wonderful is the change from the immaturities of childhood to the beauty and grace of young womanhood! We see this miracle performed before us continually, yet we never cease to wonder at the sweetness, charm and beauty of every woman newly budded forth. Wonderful changes take place in the body of a girl in this transition. She takes on a new form and new symmetry. Organs that have been dormant during childhood suddenly waken to life and activity. She becomes not merely a person, but a woman. And with this change in her physical being comes just as wonderful changes in her nature. She has new emotions, new thoughts, and new aspirations. She has a new view of life and takes a new course of action. It is as if she were in another world, so completely does she change. The awakening comes suddenly. Not that she will know the day or the week when the change comes, nor will she be conscious of the miracle in her nature, but the things of childhood will slip away from her the little girl loses interest in her play-world she who did play whole days with her dolls now leaves them in their little beds weeks at a time and one day she will say mother i do not play with these dolls any more and i have a mind to put them away for they take up so much room then marguerite and rosemary and hilda may are dressed nicely AND WITH A LAST LOVING PAT, ARE TUCKED AWAY IN A BOX OR OLD TRUNK IN THE ATTIC, AND LEFT TO THEMSELVES WHILE THEIR LITTLE MOTHER IS HURRYING AWAY TO THE LAND OF GROWN-UPS. MOTHER LOOKS ON WITH DISMAY AS SHE SEES THESE CHANGES, FOR SHE KNOWS THAT HER LITTLE GIRL IS GETTING AWAY FROM HER, AND THAT SHE MUST MAKE ROOM IN HER HEART AND LIFE FOR THE YOUNG WOMAN DEVELOPING BEFORE HER EYES. SHE WOULD PUT IT OFF A LITTLE LONGER, FOR SHE WILL MISS HER LITTLE DAUGHTER, HER BABY GIRL, BUT EVEN MOTHER LOVE CANNOT STAY THE HAND OF TIME. YOUTH CANNOT STAND MONOTONY. SO RAPID ARE THE CHANGES IN THOSE EVENTFUL YEARS THAT NATURE HAS TUNED THE MIND AND SPIRIT OF YOUTH TO SEEK AND DESIRE CHANGE AND VARIETY. EVEN A FEW DAYS OF SAMENESS BECOME WEARISOME TO THE GIRL. THE MORE FULL LIFE IS OF EXCITEMENT AND CHANGE, THE MORE HAPPY SHE IS. LIFE TO HER IS A SUCCESSION OF GLAD SURPRISES. THE CHILD BECOMES A WOMAN AT LAST, SHE SLIPPED INTO GIRLHOOD NATURALLY, AND JUST AS NATURALLY SHE WILL LAY OFF GIRLISH WAYS, AND SETTLE INTO WOMANHOOD. LIFE WILL TAKE ON A MORE SOBER LOOK, AND SHE WILL SEE THINGS MORE DISTINCTLY. MANY OF THE ADMONITIONS AND REPROOFS THAT SHE RECEIVED IN HER GIRLHOOD, AND WHICH SEEMED HARD AND UNNECESSARY AT THE TIME, WILL NOW APPEAR IN THEIR TRUE LIGHT, AND SHE WILL THANK HER GUARDIANS WHO GAVE THEM. HER CHEEKS WILL GLOW WITH EMBARRASSMENT WHEN SHE THINKS OF SOME OF HER GIRLISH ESCAPADES, AND BECOME REDDER STILL WHEN SHE THINKS OF SOME OF THE THINGS SHE WANTED TO DO, BUT MOTHER WOULD NOT PERMIT. SHE WILL TALK MORE QUIETLY, AND LAUGH LESS boisterously. NEW FEELINGS OF RESPONSIBILITY WILL PRESS IN UPON HER. LIFE WILL LOOK MORE EARNEST AND SERIOUS THAN IT USED TO DO. SHE WILL WONDER HOW SHE COULD EVER HAVE BEEN SO CARELESS OF CONSEQUENCES. OUR CHILD IS NOW A WOMAN, AND HER NATURE CRAVES SOMETHING MORE REAL AND SATISFYING THAN THE FLEETING PLEASURES OF YOUTH. YOU, MY DEAR GIRLS, ARE NOW IN THESE BUSY, CHANGING YEARS. I CAN HAVE NO BETTER WISH AND PRAYER FOR YOU THAN THAT YOU MAY ARRIVE IN DUE TIME INTO THE GLORIOUS STATE OF WOMANHOOD, WITH HEARTS PURE AND HANDS CLEAN. GOOD WOMEN ARE NEEDED EVERYWHERE, AND THE CALL FOR THEM WILL NEVER GROW FAINT there will always be responsible places in life to be filled by women who are true and noble their price is above rubies that is their worth is more than all the riches of this world